Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cutting Through, a podcast from Aurora Multimedia. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us here from Infocom 2021. And I'm joined, of course, by Paul Harris, the CEO and CTO of Aurora Multimedia. Paul, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you. How are you finding Infocom so far? Are you enjoying yourself? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's good to be back at shows. Uh, you know, we're trying to make the best of the circumstances, and uh, we we're proud to announce many new products and treat the show as if it was going to go on. Absolutely. It's kind of the, the thing about AV, right? The show must go on. And so exactly. in much the same way, this must go on as well. So Infocom 2021, we're back, we're in person. We're getting a chance to meet people, shake hands, maybe bump elbows, whatever the case may be. That's what we're doing out here in Orlando today. But let's talk about the, the big three products that you're showcasing at this year's show. Paul, let's start off with the IPX UC1 Ultra Series. Um, tell me a little bit about that because it's the most advanced unified communication IP streaming solution on the market, right? Uh, yeah, it is. We introduced something that solves problems and we combined about 12 different products into one product. Uh, it was designed to be the world's first, uh, since we like to do world's first in our company. Uh, <laughs> it can do a simultaneous transmit and receive of 10 gig uh, quality video for perfect quality image, no latency. Uh, it also could do a simultaneous H.264, H.265. So we're dealing with the local as well as the remote content that has to occur in today's environments. Right. We included a PC inside of it with a one terabyte drive. Uh, we also included uh, quad scalers in it. Uh, this thing's a beast, and yeah. it's designed to just solve problem after problem after problem with what it can do. And it's really, the, the thing that strikes me about this is it's really, uh, I suppose, relevant given the times we're in, right? And the way that people, you know, stream content, utilize content, all of the different things, right? This kind of meets a lot of the needs that the industry has. It does. One of the biggest problems that we see out there with these Zoom rooms and Teams and all these other type rooms, regardless of the platform, is you can't see the full image of the presenter as well as the content at the same time. And mm -hmm. the content quality is controlled by the platform. So with what this product does is it allows you to start the, let's say Zoom for example, from inside of itself. And then from there we can encode the content into H.264 for example, send it off to their secured website where people are given a link to watch the stream. When they do the Zoom call, they watch the Zoom in full screen on, let's say if they have dual monitors at home, they can now watch it full screen on one monitor, and then on the other monitor they can watch the stream in real time. And now, let's say if you use an Edge browser, they can annotate, they can take snapshots, and they can record. So now they can take notes remotely, and they're not limited by the, what the Zoom and all these other products can actually do, which solves problems and gives a better experience, while the people locally are not affected by image quality or latencies because they're still getting the SDVOE 10 gig base system locally and in in, in, in processed within the room itself. Wow, that's pretty incredible. And it seems to, you know, while the, the collaboratory tools that we've used to kind of get us through this time have been nice, this seems to take things to the next level and really, I guess, dismantle some of the, the challenges that have existed for people throughout uh, this time. It does, and that's just one example of what it does. I mean, this thing at its heart, even if you don't do remote things with it, it will record content. It's a digital signage player. It's a windowing processor. It, it's got test pattern generators in it, waveform analyzers, uh, contrast edge blending for dual projectors. I mean, it goes on and on and on. So I do recommend, so I don't bore everybody here, that, that when they eventually go to our website and look at all the content and the bullet points of all the different things it does, because it was about over two pages long. It's exhausting to talk about the product. Jeez, yeah, two pages. Uh, give us the website real quick, just so people are uh, aware of it. AuroraMM.com. AuroraMM.com. 
ultrasun.com. Go there to learn more about the IPX UC1 Ultra Series. Fantastic stuff, fantastic stuff there. Um, let's move on and talk about VPX TC1. Uh, now the VPX TC1 Pro Series provides one of the most advanced 1G IP streaming solutions on the market utilizing Aurora's new Mimics codec technology. Tell us a little bit more about this. All right, so we've been doing, uh, we're one of the original people doing AV over IP. Yeah. And this, I know you'll see some companies out there, we're the best, we're the best, we're the best. The reality of it is there's a right product for the right application. Mm -hmm. So in the case of a typical, let's say bar or K through 12, where they don't really need the higher resolutions, and a 4K 30, 444, or 4K 60, 420 is more than adequate. Then we have our VLX series. I know I'm bringing up an older series, but you'll see where I'm going with this. Yes. But we also had our 10 gig series, which went to the whole other extreme, which is perfect image quality, no latency. Yeah. It's the best of the best. You can use it for broadcast if you want. But there are the middle ground people where they don't want to put in the 10 gig infrastructure, where they want the 1 gig, but they, they want to do the 4K 6444 with that better codec compression. And that's what we came up with is we came up with the, a very cost effective transceiver that now does 4K 6444, where the quality of image, if you're looking at spreadsheets with small font, uh, people like to use what they call the quick brown fox uh, text <laughs> to check out to see if you can read it. Yep, right. you can read it. Um, and it's very low power. So unlike a lot of our competitors out there where they're using uh, up to like 25 to 35 watts to do what they're doing, uh, we're doing it in about as little as eight watts. So it's lower power, no fans for mechanical failures, a smaller footprint. So you touch the box, it's cool to the touch. It could do a seamless switch. We could do video wall processing, USB extending with it, even camera USB 2.0 extending with it. So the value for what we're giving in it exceeds anything that's on the market. So it, it puts a new place. So now we have a good, better, best. Yeah. And then the customer will determine what works best for their install. So what are some particular target markets that you see for this particular product? Do you see some use cases that really stand out to you where this would be extremely beneficial? Oh, absolutely. I mean, any corporate market that just wants to stay in the one gig realm. Some people don't yeah. always want to go to 10 gig, but they need a good quality image, uh, but they don't need what the IPX series, which is our 10 gig series offers. Mm -hmm. So when they want that or they want that 4K 6444, that's primarily what it addresses. Also, if they just want that slightly better codec, that it also addresses that. Some people have the budget, some people don't to go into these higher products. But one of the things with these, what we call the premium one gigs, they're charging a ridiculous price for them. They're like, we need to bring that back down to earth, mm -hmm. give them a good value for a great quality. And that's what the VPX does is, uh, compared to other products out there, we're as much as I think uh, MSRP was, probably somewhere in the range of about a $600 difference at MSRP. So yeah, you've made it more accessible. You made it more accessible oh, for a wider a range of people. Yes. Yeah, that's that's huge. That's huge. Let, let's let's wrap up today talking about the RXT4. So the RXT4 is the world's first four React JavaScript-based touch panel control system, ideal for things like conference rooms, educational facilities, hospitality, digital signage, so much more. So many use cases for this. Tell us yes. a little bit more about so it. So we developed an in-the-wall four-inch one-to-one aspect ratio uh, touch panel, but it's a brain also based on Linux using our React engine. So you can configure it to do whatever you want on the front screen. It can also serve up web pages. And we have our what we call QR Smart, where you can bring up QR codes, you take your phone, you click on it, and now you can control the room from your phone, a PC, whatever you want to do, Incredible. it will serve it up right from it. It also has lots of control ports. Two serial, two IR, two relays, two IOs. It's got a USB, stereo microphones, speaker. It's got a light sensor, a proximity sensor. We're even uh, thinking right now of adding uh, an option for an NFC to it as well. Wow. Uh, to handle that. 
it's, uh, it's not made of plastic, it's made of an anodized aluminum, which on the larger installs will allow people to pick custom colors if they need to hmm. for those installs, because uh, it's meant for hospitality, corporate, residential. It could be used anywhere for what we've done for this thing. Uh, even outside the meeting room, we have a light ring that goes on it, and it will glow red, green, blue, orange, purple. It's RGB, so you can mix and match any way you want, and you could do room indicators. And we're even going to make glass mount back boxes that will allow it to stick to the glass, so you could do them on certain types of rooms out of glass or walls or whatever you want to do it. So we have the whole complement of accessories to mount it in different ways. But the nice thing about it is it's cost-effective, it's small, it's powerful, and it gets back into that bring-your-own-device mentality where you still have the accessibility if, you want to, if you're willing to touch things, but if you don't, you don't have to spend a ridiculous amount for a big touch panel that no one's ever going to use. Yep. Or for that matter, sometimes big panels just kill the decor of a room. 100%. Where they don't need it. And right now, when everybody brings their phones with them everywhere they go, there's, everybody's used to just pulling it out, doing a QR code, yeah. do that, life is good. So this really caters to that and could save people as much as over a thousand dollars compared to other solutions. It's really amazing the difference. And plus it just looks good. It's really, I recommend going to our website, AuroraMM.com. You'll yep. see that product announced there too, the RXT4. But it's another product that just solves problems in today's day and age. You're right, and you know, one of the things that, that really stands out about everything that you described here today is just the amount of thought that went into all of these products. As you're developing and as you're thinking about what all you're gonna put in, what are your what are the brainstorming sessions like as you come up with all these ideas right because it really does seem like you guys thought of everything when it comes to these products uh, we try to do so uh <laughs> it's kind of, kind of funny story how like most of my ideas i come up with believe it or not driving or taking a shower sure it sounds weird but that's the most when it's like silent and just the world is yeah. fading away from you so that's a lot of times and then the rest of it that completes it is really from talking to people the integrators yeah. the consultants uh you know all the different people so uh, they sometimes polish it off. So like the NFC idea, uh, I came up with a way of possibly doing it just from interfacing with the needs of the people while we were at the show and we're very quick to adapt Definitely. to what they're looking for. So a lot of times we won't release a product before a show because we want to see if there's anything left we need to do to it to put those finishing touches on it. So yeah, we actually listen to the integrators, we listen to the end users and the consultants and we get their feedback because while we may think we have a great idea, it doesn't necessarily mean it is the right idea or it's going to solve the problem fully. And so to get that feedback from a show like this or from meetings in person when we go and visit them, that's when we really get to put that final touch on it. So it's, it's a contribution from everybody, including even our workers at the office. They might throw an idea out there as well, and it just all keeps combining itself. And that kind of brings us full circle to just how good it is to be back in person with people and getting a chance to have those kinds of conversations. It's exhausting. <laughs> but you got to do it all day and just, you know, be I've been on doing your feet it all day. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it gives you that opportunity to shake hands with people and for them to interact with a product, you know, or in person. Yeah. Yeah. Bump elbows or wh whatever it may be. But people actually get to see products now as opposed to just going on a website. I think that there is value in that. Yeah. Right? I think people are fed up. The, the virtual was a quick you know, people liked the virtual initially and then they got tired of it real quick. Yeah. Because they found you just still couldn't appreciate, you know, if, if you were putting out some type of graphic quality of image, like my new VPX, how are you supposed to tell from a virtual presentation? You're not physically there to see what it looks like. It's yeah. getting compressed and sent over the internet. So it's true quality is being hidden mm -hmm. over the internet. Right. So virtual only goes so far. But at the end of the day, you do need a real world presentation. You need to be face to face and you need that human interaction and virtual just doesn't cut it anymore. 
it would have been nice for the few months that we thought we would be able to get over this, but when it turned out to be a lot longer, mm -hmm. people got just fed up with it. We tried doing virtual uh, trade shows. Yeah. It was awful. It really <laughs> was. It, it was, I, I actually, as a company, we won't do virtual trade shows at all. We just gave up on them and said, this is not happening. We either go out and fly in and visit them or we'll just figure out some other way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for the people who are watching this, who are coming to Infocom, where can they find your booth? Tell us a little bit more about that and how uh, people can come interact in person with you. We're at booth 2201. Mm -hmm. And if you're not at the show, we're not ignoring anybody either. Call us up, contact sales at auroramm.com. We're more than happy to make arrangements. We got, we're, we got people all over the world. We're a global company. And we're more than happy to go out, visit, do demonstrations on site, do one-on-one -on -one phone calls as well, whatever they need. So while it's nice to see the people who were able to make it for the show, the people who couldn't make it to the show, we are providing accessibility as well. Uh, and we want to see everybody no matter where they are. AuroraMM.com. Yep. That's where people can go, get more information, learn more, and come visit these guys at Infocom as well. Yep. You heard that? Please do. Yeah, come visit. They're at booth... 2201. 2201. Come to booth 2201. You'll get to visit with Paul and learn a little bit more about Aurora's amazing products. And uh, you know what? They've really done it again. You've innovated once again and created something incredible in the AV industry. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And it's been fantastic getting a chance to talk to you. Paul Harris, CEO and CTO at Aurora Multimedia. Paul, thanks again. Thank you. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into this episode of Cutting Through, a podcast from Aurora Multimedia. We appreciate you joining us today very much. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes of the show. We'll be back very soon with more. But for this one, for my guest today, Paul Harris, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.